My lips may be fake, but they always speak the truth. Beauty queens can more than handle drama queens. My point of view isn't the only one, but it's clearly the best. Brains and beauty are my weapons of choice. The hardest role I've ever played is just being me. The Athena X of today took lifetimes to create. When you're comfortable in your own skin, you get under someone else's. Welcome to the Unreal Housewives podcast with Nick and Malk. I am Malk. I am Nick. Nick, my goodness gracious, it only took two episodes for us to hit a speed bump. I know. Well, well, it's going to happen. Yeah, but I didn't expect it this early. Like, you know how we talk about the episodes that are just travellers? They're there to to, in, yep. to move the narrative on. Yeah. And without getting, you know, sort of ahead of ourselves, the sizzle for next week is amazing. The sizzle for next week is great. And they're... they're They've teased us. It better be good. Oh, oh! It better be good in the best way. Yeah, yeah. That said, what happens? I mean, there's a couple of significant things that, that happen. They're going away early too. Yeah, which got to mean two trips, right? Oh, definitely. Episode well, four, we're going away. Means yeah. episode eight ish or seven ish. Well, and because we know, and I know we're jumping ahead here, but we know that there's an offshore trip, mm-hmm. and and not like separate to the Whit Sundays. So, I know. I know. like, I'm sure I saw high rises that are not. In the Wet Sundays. Yeah, like Hong Kong horrors yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. We, we may have well misinterpreted. It could be Shoot Harbour or something that, you know, there, or, or at Hamilton Island overlooking, yeah. you know, yeah, back towards no. the. Who knows? I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend to make it up. But there was <laughs> there were some interesting things that happened. Now, especially given that we know that Lisa and David are still together. In, in some real of life, the blow IRL. Up stuff that yes. happens in this is a little bit. And we get to see rare emotion that isn't. Venom I think we from Lisa. saw we saw a very different Lisa. We yeah. saw a vulnerable Lisa. Um, she she didn't lose her shit, but she certainly um, showed us a side that we haven't seen before. And, and I just want to put on the table. I know. Look, Victoria, her star is rising for mine, but this whole I have to find my dad subplot. Over I'm already it. bored with that. Oh my god! I already don't care. I got you know. <sighs> no, actually, that's not true. The story about how he left, etc. I actually find that quite interesting. Oh, yeah. I just don't care whether she finds yeah, it or no, not, which is that. brutal. And Chrissy tearing up. Oh. oh, for the love of God. Oh, let's talk about the episode. So previously, let's. we had to get a lot set up here, yep. Yep. including Victoria looking for her dad. No Your one misses Lisa. Nobody likes a theme to 10. And Maddie loses her crap and gets up to walk away. And I will point out, in mm. the walkout, I didn't notice it last week, mm-hmm. she left her jacket behind. Did she? As well she spotted. stormed out, no jacket. Well spotted. Hey, I'm just that kind of detailed guy. <laughs> but we open on Nicole's place. Now, it's Nicole's temporary place. A temporary home. I'd like a temporary home like and that. And she's baking. Yes. Now, Bullshit is my first call. No, no, I don't reckon she's, she's baked. No, she I hasn't made she probably that. Did. No, no, I reckon she probably did because... She's um, out of the icing sugar because <laughs> we saw her do it. She's into baking. We know that because, you know, she bakes with her kids oh, and that's yeah, fun. Yeah, because it's relaxing. Uh, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. No, I, that, I, thought, um, I thought banana cake. I was wrong. Coconut cake. Yeah, Lisa was invited from morning tea, as is Chrissy, but Chrissy doesn't arrive for a little while, so we get a little bit of personal conversation. Uh, I did love the welcome. She has a big bottle, like, uh, what do you call it, jug of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big jug of juice. juice. Where is the champagne? The gin. Where is any like a- any form of alcohol? 
I got the feeling that um, you know Lisa, Lisa was very unimpressed, very disappointed. There's only the she's great, but where's the champagne to pour in? Beverages. It? Yeah, and that's no, underwhelming. Yeah, of course it is all. Please, darling, uh, it's all the uh, aftermath yep. of Victoria's lunch. Which it would be. I, I think if we follow uh, Real Housewives protocol, this has naturally happened the next day. Which we know it hasn't, but let's pretend that it did. Yeah, yeah. Now, Lisa is upset, uh, in part, that she kind of felt like, I knew I was going to turn up late. She felt bad about that, which I think legit. Yeah. But she kind of, I walked into, she said, I don't know what I walked into. It was kind of crazy. Um. Which it was, mm. you know, and all of that. She did. She walked into a, a complete shit fight because um, it was really just starting to bubble as she appeared. But politely, and what we're talking about is um, Athena Ten's um, attack on Maddie, and I, th- I think the it's word Botox's hair. <laughs> I think the word attack is bandied around a lot in in the various Housewives franchises, yes. but in this case, I'm going to say. It's a warranted use of the term. Attack. Attack. Attack on the she killer. Did attack her. She did um, go pretty hard. And, and look, I think they both agree that Athena 10 is a problem. I that, would have said Athena, Athena 10 is the, the problem. problem. So they, they decide there should be an intervention, and I've got here hell to the yes. Oh, you do it should be. Yes. Hmm. There wasn't. <laughs> so everyone can move on. There'll be no moving on. No, we no, no. We'll be hearing about this right through to the finale. And a really interesting thing again that we saw in this first segment of the Housewives was normally we like we got we got the nice sweeping shots of yep. the area set up for the house. Yep. Then we cut over to uh, Melissa's house. How do we know it's Melissa's house? Because we don't see like much of. The house. And we see an aria. We do see an important, um, what did I say, strategic placement of the aria. Oh, yeah, award. but that's it. It's not a big outside view. But we've got those two scenes now set. We can wildly jump between them. And 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 we do. And that's like, it's not exhausting. common. Normally it's like we'll have the thing that happens and then we'll show the that's extra right. of the other thing. We'll show that conversation that happens. And this, so it seems to be a technique that they've been using uh, and for the Sydney. And it's not common to the others, is it? No, it's not. And they're using it a lot in, in the Sydney. I like it. Oh, it's beautiful in this because it's totally really the two like groups it. of people are, are kind of juxtaposing their conversation yep. and what's going on at Melissa's house. Uh, the director of the film that oh, she uh, and my god, can quotes, we talk air about quotes, everyone? The film she starred in. Can we talk about the film? Sweet Jesus! Like when she said the name, Boar. at first I thought she said ball, and so mm-hmm. I wrote down ball, and then yes. she said boar, and I so knew I wrote down it was. B-O- and that's what we should have been all referring to it as. Um, and then when she used the words, it's about an oversized killer pig, I've gone and corrected mm. my word. Yeah, B-O-A-R. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, did we know that... Did we know this or did your, you know, research tell you we, that... We didn't... Look, it, it kind of was a straight-to-video vibe. I think it maybe got some release in, it, like, selected cinemas. I'm going to have to find but it. No, actually, it, I don't want to find it. it I think actually, I've seen quite enough of it. actually starred um, Hugh Sheridan and John and Jarrett. And John Jarrett. It doesn't star Melissa Couts. So it's a... She's sh- in it for about as much as we see of her So what we see of this. it, that's... The rushes. The rushes of the film... Is Melissa's entire part okay? And do, so, do, do we know whether her part actually makes it through to the the end? I haven't seen the film. I, I know that from what I've done some googling. Is yeah. that that's like her role is a bit part. Her role is she's, punching that guy who yeah, goes the grove. She's, she's the the beautiful looking, but you know, got some sass uh, bartender lady 
out in the outback where everyone goes to talk about all the things and the boars. Okay, so you've you've um, googled the movie. So oh, do us all a favor, stop us from having to go and yeah, see don't. what it's about. What's it about? I mean, aside from an oversized killer pig that about, apparently eats humans. Yeah, you want to you want to know something? That's the plot. What? How do we stop the oversized killer pig that eats humans? Oh, how do we stop it? Well, because it's happening, it's a thing, so ultimately there has to be some kind of conflict. Otherwise, Oversized Killer Pig is going to eat all the humans, oh so we have to stop Oversized Killer Pig. Now, there's a couple of issues here. Chris, uh, who is... so many issues, but yeah, go on. Chris, yeah, Chris, the guy who's showing us the rushes. He's, he's the director. Not only yeah, the so director. Yeah, so I picked this up too, yeah. But the writer. The writer. So the budget for this film, we're going to say... Three million. Okay. Which is not huge in Hollywood land, people. But um, ge- as a general rule, most the of it screenwriter is John. not also the director. No. That is my understanding. Uh, but there can be moments. Um, Baz Luhrmann is that kind of control freak. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but his creative vision is such that yeah. you kind of understand it. We're this not, is we're about not, yeah. an oversized killer pig. That, do you, when they were showing us the clips, just as a by the by, yep. how real did it look? Not real at all. The pig. Not at all real. Like, it was a bad <laughs> robot puppet kind of something where its head kind of moved independently of its body oh. in no real way of making sense. It's horrible. It's, it's schlock It is best. real schlock, isn't it? Yeah, it's not great. The good thing, however, is that Melissa's acting hasn't improved for me, Street. Um, she remains, what did Chris say, savage as fuck. Yeah. Um, he was very keen on the F word. There was no... That was, he was his... wasn't he? That's his oh, full stop and comma. Because uh, she uses it a great deal in her one scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know. Because that's how you get uh, real grit into uh, the Aussie outback is you just make him say, fuck a lot. Fuck. Yeah, look... I'm, and he is horrible. He is a horrible human being. I probably won't be going to see it. No. Um, don't rush out to stream it or anything. I don't think you can even find it. But he's just horrible. And isn't he? He just seems like he's, he's overselling his enthusiasm. He really is. It for did. something that this doesn't even fit into. Uh, he just wants to fit into <gasps> Melissa. He's the antithesis of Tim that we meet later in the episode. He is. It's like those two guys are the North and South Poles. That's exactly right. Anyway, we'll get to Tim shortly. Um, You look nice and natural, says Chris. (laughs) Melissa can't stand her performance. And uh, look, I'm with you, Melissa. She thinks she's shocking? Yeah, it's not great. And it's not great. She should I mean, stick I think to housewifing. Low. Oh, but as we've talked about before, you know, her connection to the entertainment clang industry is something <laughs> that is tenuous when you're getting on stage with a DJ at two AM to help perform live his new song. Yeah, it's interesting because she does at one point say that acting is all she's ever wanted to do. Mm. Um, Maddie's a fan though. Oh, Maddie thinks she's ace. Maddie, Maddie, oh, look, so and Maddie I, this is where... So Maddie turns up. Maddie's travelled a long way to watch those rushes. It's a long way from Double Bay to the Northern Beaches. That's a hike, and I'm guessing she hasn't caught the Manly Ferry. No. Now, just quickly, mm. the styling for Melissa in her cutaways, she is immaculate. Oh, she's banging. She looks she's stunning. She's gorgeous. I in know. fact, a lot of the ladies in their cutaways yeah. for this episode look red yeah, hot. Yeah, no, I think they. Melissa stood out. She was just oh my god compared to the straight hair really girl, suits like, her. Like you know, yeah. in the with Chris yep. to this poised moment where I'm talking to you. Wow, just in that like that when she's there with Chris. So she's at home. Yep. I. Uh, 
and she's in some very attractive heels, but mm. no one wears heels at home. Yeah. Like, where are her Birkenstocks? First or of all, she lives on the northern beaches, so she, it, you don't. I'm not wearing those around my house. Mm. If I'm wearing any shoes at all, unless you're about to step out the that's, door, that's right. So when Maddie arrives. She was appropriately attired for going to visit someone. Have we determined how well Maddie and Melissa know each other? Have we gone through that? Are they the hair, like next next to each other at the hairdresser? I think they are. Yeah, because like Maddie seems to is just rolls out all the ways that I've loved Melissa ever since she yeah. was on E Street, yeah. and she sings a line from her. So single. she was a groupie. Well, this is what's being suggested. I've written Maddie. Uh, Maddie barely knows Melissa. She just listed a, the two things that we all know that about That we all Melissa. know about her. So we are If you're a real friend that I've known you for this many years, I've been with her for a thing or I was around with the something. Yeah. We've had all these great times. And, it, nah, it's sorry. It's very tenuous. Oh, the worst kind. Uh, however, when Maddie sees Melissa's performance that Chris so happily shows her in B-O-R-E, uh, Maddie's very excited. It's, she, what does she say? She's like, it's like you've got a bit of Persian in you. A bit of you. Persian in her. And- Which bit? And she thinks, and she, I, I love how she, she's what's trying his name? to, she's trying to, like, talk it up. And she's going, what a smart concept. I love, I can't do that. I can't do I that. I love it. Yes, that's it. I love it. Um, and then asks what I thought was a really odd question for someone <laughs> who is such a good friend. Yes, a reptile. <laughs> no, like, um, how do you find the industry? Hmm. Because they're such close friends. That's small talk at a black tie dinner next, sitting With next to someone, someone you don't you've know. never met. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, but it is an opportunity Darling. for Melissa to point out that things like, you know, it's very different this, these days. Social media makes it very difficult, you know, to... Yeah. My eyes are, could not roll any more in my eye sockets than they are. This It's social media's fault that Melissa's finding things so difficult and it's so tough because everyone can just, uh, everyone can hate on you so quickly. I did think that it, one of the things that I found useful about that whole conversation, and there wasn't much, um, was that we got clarification on how to pronounce her last name. Oh, Counts. Yeah, there's no, you forget the T. I know. So Dump I've the T, people. Like, turn, Turning T-counts. myself inside out to say counts. Every and human has out of out of the horse's mouth. Yes, it's counts. Quite legitimately. Can you talk? Yeah, I can talk. Okay. Please tell. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> Everything's okay, people. Oh my god. We thought okay. we had a nearly end of the last episode oh. problem again. We're fine. I just quickly want to dive back to the idea that Maddie, in her thought processes, mm. has gone a pig in the outback could work as a movie idea. She thought it was great that they've gone for something different. It's like Crocodile Dundee. It's like Jaws. But not. It's like she's never seen Razorback. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Melissa is upset, to, to, to get us back on course, yep. that it's not only social media's fault, but the women's mags, because they, they only ever print things that are untrue, aside from the stories that are totally true that you get paid to be it's in. It's a long time since um, I've seen Melissa Counts on the cover of The New Idea. Well, maybe we'll see a lot more of her this uh, season, I expect. It's either about her depression or her anorexia, and I've written, or the fact that she can't act. Um, there's that. You know, any one of those three stories could be printed, and only one of them could be true. Also, I'm going to guess she doesn't actually mind when she's on the front cover of a magazine. No, gosh, no. No, whether the story is... Because is... let's be frank, when you're on the front cover, when you've got the picture, the big headline picture cover, you're paid to be there, or you're there and your lawyer's making sure you get That's paid exactly to be there. That's exactly right. It, there's, it's really a, a win-win. 
Yeah, look, this whole Maddie-Melissa thing is a mutual admiration. It was a very contrived conversation. I found it awkward. Yeah, mutual admiration and no yeah. idea society. It was much better when we were back here. So we flew back over Quite the harbour. Over to Nick because... Back to Nicole's. We have to be talking more. Uh, enter Athena 10. Sorry, not Chrissy turns up. That's something else. Athena 10 turns up to Nicole's house. So that's the conversation. That's why they planned the intervention because Athena 10's coming over. Because they hadn't told us that she was due over. No, I, well, I thought it was just the two of them. I thought I blacked out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, is it time for an intervention now? Of course it is. Happy days. Um, uh, Athena, do you reckon just as an aside, mm-hmm. they all... They do actually all refer to her as Athena X. Do you think they feel like Dick's actually saying that? Yeah, I'm just going to start because calling it 10. It's, I mean, I just write AX now. Like, full stop, I'm just going to call it 10. 10. Because she's sick of accused of being badgering and goes on to badger Bad- them about how she's sick <laughs> of Nicole's being accused of badgering. And was gold. Like, the, literally, her last sentence yes. was stop badgering everyone with spirituality. Oh, please. Athena 10 says, really, I haven't said anything, and then proceeds... To say everything. To say everything. She won't In fact, I wrote it down. She won't have a bar of it. She is at them. All I said is that you're all spiritual beings having a human spirit on this earth and that our body is just the vehicle for our soul to express herself. And Nicole, God love her, she... She's my uh, best on ground this episode. Um, it starts to become white noise in my head and I start oh, running through please. lists. That was fantastic. And the, and uh, well done to the, the Foxtel editors that have dropped in then and turned it into... And so this is what's happening in Nicole's head at this point. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And then this, about- the shot of Athena just going on and on and on, but we're yeah. not hearing anything. Fuzzy it was muted. fantastic. It was like the, the teacher from Charlie Brown. Um, I and, and Nicole's line that... When Athena's talking, it gives me a lot of time to think. I love that. And all those attempted deflections from 10. Like, she's just, oh, no, nothing wrong with me. Oh, no, it's everyone else's fault. Oh, it's someone else's problem. Like, I sort of wish that someone would give her a transcript of the shit she comes out with. Yeah. Can you now please help me here, Mm. Nick? I like to think that I've got a pretty reasonable understanding of comedy. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand 10's joke. At the end of this segment, she delivers some kind of joke that she laughs at. What? I didn't get it. I'm trying to remember. Let me see. Oh, no, but that's the point. It was not a joke. It was inconsequential. But she was like, she's just told the funniest joke in the world. <laughs> yeah, see, I, get, I think I'm, I can be funny. There was and nothing th- from Lisa and, and Nicole, by the way. They were just like... No, no. Bl- nothing. No. Total uh, blanks. As an intervention, I think it did not... No, it could have got a lot harder. It, it, it needed to. But we have to jump quickly oh, back no, to... Oh, no, but sorry. There was one... Oh, just on, yes. sorry. Um, um, when Athena... No, sorry, Nicole was trying to explain how Maddie was hurt mm. by Athena's, yes. you know... and I thought actually, like, communicated very clearly... She did. ...how you know, Maddie was hurt. The, the comment about one shot for a client, uh, you know, she's talking about Botox yes. or, or an, another form of injectable, one shot for the client, one shot for, for herself, Maddie took offence to that. And then mm. in a cutaway, Athena says, well, I would have thought that was, you know, I would have thought that was quite funny. I mean, I've said the same about myself. One diamond for me, one for my client. Not the same, you moron! That's the joke. That's what I'm saying. This is like, what's, how does, that's no joke. Not the same. No, and not a joke. And like, not a joke. It's theft. <laughs> Have we just uncovered the great diamond heist of the Northern Beaches? Oh, what an idiot. 
Oh, what a moron. Back to Melissa's. Slam back to Melissa's for the quickest thing ever. Maddie is upset that she was called shallow and superficial. Botox is fag. Um, <laughs> which Melissa mm. thought was disgusting. Well, she's right. But that's it. The whole secret. Oh, yeah, that, that was it. That little bit is just that. We did and not need then. to go back. Because I've, I've even written here, wait, what? Like, oh, but no, Maddie did give us the one line that the letter X in Athena X's name mm. is a target. Bang. I like that. <sighs> we slam back to Nick's again, where Tan is defending herself uh, from being the holy phony, <sighs> which is she's not digging her way out of this. Um what did I write down? Who, who said Le- this? this Lisa, was Lisa said, all I wish is that maybe you wouldn't speak so much. And then yes. we get a very dramatic pause. Mm. Did you notice that? The editors had obviously... Yes, lovely cuts. Which way is this going to go? We're all expecting Athena to lose her shit. And, and she just goes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. I don't think I, I don't think that Ten understood the question. <laughs> I think she's. I think she meant that maybe we See, all should funny. not speak so much. And she's going, yeah... Instead, Lisa said, I think you shouldn't yeah. speak so much. Yeah. Um, but then. <sighs> then Who will she make says, amends? It's a Greek thing. What? Oh, look, I'm. Let's but stop. this is, again, my point that she is just trying to spank Deflect. everything yeah, away. Yeah. It's not her problem. Blame How everything is that else. It's a Greek thing. I talk too much. I know that. That's. I'm going to say that's a Croatian thing. Yeah, but it's a Greek thing because it's not Ten's problem. Oh, fuck it's her heritage's problem. Who's going to make amends? Um, the the ladies Lisa and, and Nicole agree. Ten you, has to call, you've got her. To call her, and not just like without telegraphing what happens. Yep. Not just call her and leave a message. No, actually speak to her, and definitely not just send a text. No, like this is physically have a phone conversation in real housewives land. That actually means have coffee so we can film it. That's exactly right. Or have the conversation on speakerphone. So we can film it. Uh, um, yes, but I, I would have said that that's only for, like, the really... Like, if, if we're going to hugs and kisses it the way they want, yeah, you've yeah. got to get together at Insert Cafe here. I mean, look, I understand the reluctance to use the phone for its original purpose. I hate using... I, mm. You know, and I think there'd be plenty of people who would agree that no one likes getting a phone call. I don't like getting a phone call. <laughs> like, my voicemail message actually says, are you sure you can't text this? I know. Like I have I heard your voicemail <laughs> message. And send just me a on, text message. If, if, just send me a text message. You've got a much greater chance of getting a response because I'm not going to listen to this message for days. To cross over into my professional life, it's actually something that I've noted and am trying to educate people on the way that we are being retrained in a daily context uh, around our use of technology mm. and the fact that it took us a little while, like we had answering machines at home yep. and then all of a sudden everyone has smartphones or phones and we're getting used to the fact that we can get voicemails, mm. we can leave people messages and now getting to the fact that we've got smartphones and it's just so flippant easy to communicate with people through social media, texting, yep. you know, WhatsApp, name every other thing that you want to use. Yeah, voicemail's becoming not a thing. No. Not um, a thing. I loathe voicemail. I mean... Uh, and I know. only just got visual voicemail on my phone, and that's Wait, the best thing you, ever. What's that? It's specific to like, Apple. Yeah. Uh, and instead of it being a little thing to say, oh, hey, Nick, press a button, hold it up to yeah. your ear, it delivers the tech, the message yeah. as an audio file to your phone, and it just lists them out, and you just press play. Oh, I've got that. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, that's I still called, don't use it. That's called visual voice. Oh, okay, right. Um, and look, I'm a hypocrite because don't leave I'm, Nick a message. I'm the one, don't leave me a message. Send me a text. Um, 
my son, my 17-year-old son, uh, pro- the only person he speaks to on the phone is me. Everyone else... Text. It's te- or actually, the young folk today, I believe, uh, it's all about Messenger or WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't use text. Um, and I've said to him in the past, uh, why don't you give so-and-so a call? He looks at me like I've got two heads. Mm. What do you mean, give them a call? Well, so you, you ring them on the phone. What? I don't want to talk to them. I, I've found that lots more people are calling me in Messenger Audio. Okay. Because they don't want to necessarily, if people want to keep their number yep. protected, particularly entertainment yeah. types, but we're friends on Facebook, uh, bang, yeah. just call me a messenger audio and all of a sudden we're talking like they've called me on the phone. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, we've gotten way off track. Way off track. Anyway, end of it, it it's got to be uh, that 10 has to call her and I think it's Lisa, no, no, it's Nicole, rope in your enthusiasm. Yeah, I've written here, or rope in being a mole. Or just rope it up. Yeah. Um, Oh. Uh, Bondi. Oh, look, how do we know we're at Bondi? Oh, Shots of Bondi. And a gratuitous bikini shot. Oh, please. You know. And God bless, God bless <laughs> the editors knowing the dudes that are straight actually watch this program. Yeah. We it, get to talk about... Oh, oh, Coke. Yeah, sorry, I needed it. That's all right. We get to talk about uh, humour. About, Just oh, in humor. passing. What a weird... Like... It went nowhere, so this the, they... They just want to go and eat there. That was it. They want to go to Hubert's. Are we going to see Hubert's again? Like, it almost that not- felt like, to me, they pressed record while the ladies were talking. Sorry, that was and my coke right, opening. And couldn't edit out the Hubert conversation it was such a- before it very quickly transformed into the conversation about the PR. Because there was no ramp up. It was just Victoria went, by the way, I found a woman. And I thought, hallelujah, our first ever lesbian housewife. But nay. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, She's found a private investigator now, who is I, a woman. This is hilarious. Um, the private investigator, Julia. Can you imagine if this woman, private investigator woman, was a lesbian? <laughs> we could call her Fagnum PI. Thank you. Oh my God. You've been. I just hit me. Really? It, you I didn't know. Plan that. Um, now, online investigations, this is Julia. Oh. As you, now, it might as well have been, you know, like triple A investigations or Acme investigations. Hey, should I call her? Should I call her? Should I call her? Victoria's holding the phone. Should I call her? Why else are we here? Yep. Um, Chrissy's just... Of course, of course you should call her, darling. Um, Chrissy is going the blub already, oh, like before she's even called. There is one ring in the phone answers. And not only answers... But she's through to the woman who's going to help her out, not maybe, her secretary. Maybe she's a bit like, you know, Maddie. Maddie, who, who's secretary's herself. That's right. I'm, I'm going to guess not. Uh, my guess is that Julia is the whole of online investigations. Oh, yeah. And she's a PTYLTD. A, she's a Kiwi PIA. She is too. It's just very a, faintly in that accent. It's just tucked away neatly yeah, in there. Some right. veils are wrong. I wonder if it's onlineinvestigations.co.nz. Oh, okay, look. But it have to be AAA online investigations. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, Victoria asks, well, what is the first step? And I've gone... Um, you tell her fucking what you wanted to do, bitch. Yeah. Like, see, and I know that look, I, I, I am enjoying Victoria's growing, but then, like I said, this whole... This whole find my dad storyline. We get the recap of what's going on with that. Um, now, again, yes, where do we start? Yeah, probably you need to give her the birth parchment that you're talking about. Parchment. So she's got the ability <laughs> to know the guy's name yeah. and what he was doing and where he was at the time when you were born, you ancient old woman. Now, interesting. Did she say it was her birth certificate or his birth certificate? No, it was hers because okay. he has to be listed on it. Yep. So I think that's the, the hook in that regard. It did seem like when 
Um, Julia from Online Investigation says it'll take one to three weeks. Does that seem very speedy to you? Yeah, very. Because I've got here, did they choose onlineinvestigations.com because they can do it toot sweet and it was cheap? (laughs) Toot sweet. Look, I suspect that, or they were very well prepared and they were simply just just putting it on for the show. Speedy to me. Like that she's been looking for months for Victoria's dad. Because let's be fair, you're right, these things can take ages and if all you're given is a birth parchment with the guy's name and what he was doing in 19... Sorry, 18... 18. (laughs) um, Then... It, it's going to take Un- more. Than, yeah. We might have something in a week. Rubbish, you will. The most you'll have in a week is how much Victoria's Mike, net worth is. If you can find is. something in in one to three weeks, then I could do that myself on Google and Facebook. And it's sort of like, yeah, great, thanks, no worries. Let us know. No talk of fee. I've right here. Hello, sign a contract. Anything? This is the freest people. If you're looking to find anybody, this is the freest PI service in the history of Australia. The woman's a Kiwi, so she's clearly here illegally we need to turn back the boats uh and uh, i'm not kidding about the boats then don't get on me don't at don't, me don't. Um, but the, yeah there's, she's doing it for free how's this is, is maybe ma- <gasps> revelation you've just come maybe, up with something else maybe this woman is victoria's half-sister maybe that it'll take her much. one to three weeks because she already, she already knows, knows about the birth parchment Online investigations. Hang on, I'm just Googling it. Oh, please. This is going to be great. While you're doing that, mm. um, it was oh like... Oh, my God. It's here. It is. Yes. Onlineinvestigations.com.au. Private investigator, Melbourne. Because, as That's we said last week, there's, there's none in Sydney. For no reason other than we want to go to Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, they, well, here we go. This is why she wants it. They're a boutique investigative firm. Sure. There's only one that has that in their SEO. <laughs> please. Um, and... Uh, licensed and trusted investigators who dig deeper. I can't get over once the phone call has ended. Mm. Just the, a level of self-congratulatory everything that goes on. Have you made the phone call? Well done, Mr. Edison. See, you bloody hell. That's you. What it, Chrissy said something like, "You've done it, or you're there, or like you've made the first step." No, the first no. step was her actually deciding. I want to track yeah. down my dad. There was a, yeah, sure. you're right. They were very self-congratulatory for not no, very much. Nothing mm. has happened other than you spoke to some Kiwi bent on the phone. <laughs> Julia. <sighs> um, and Chrissy can't help but cry, so we have to get the Kleenex Chrissy's in. Chrissy's sobbing. Um, <laughs> okay, this next scene, my favourite from, yes. uh, from, uh, from the episode. Oh, please. How? Yeah, this, they could have just chopped away almost every other part of the episode yeah. and just made it an hour just this meeting. of Ten going to the art gallery dealer guy. And Tim Olsen. Good old Tim, who is on my Christmas card list because he just couldn't even thinly veil the contempt he had for her. Decoration. Uh, it was fantastic. So she's decided to uh, like forget all the nastiness that's been going on and focus on her art, such as it this is. This is her second meeting with the man. Yeah, and... and Clearly, I love how she says that the first meeting didn't quite go as planned. Uh, uh, what look? What I would pay for Doc and Marty to pull up right now how and allow me to put a cameraman in the car? Like I'll give up the opportunity to go back in time and put money in the bank to make I- millions. <laughs> go back and film that, that meeting. That meeting. Sweet Jesus. Um, now, at, we, because we didn't know at this stage how the meeting was going to pan out. Mm. I decided, because I'm an idiot, to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that, um, you know, when she says it didn't go as planned, did that mean that maybe he cancelled on her or, you know, 
No, it gets no, revealed it was what the nature of that, that conversation that was. He said she was shit. That her. So can, um, I, can I sidebar for a second? Sure. I'm not pleased with anybody's styling uh, in this episode. Neither Tim nor X's uh, tens outfit really grabbed me as as, as the them bow. being serious about the well bow. her outfit was probably more consistent with her than anything else mm. but him in I'm, I'm gonna say it was a blue gray yep. suit with the orange cravat and accent yeah like I, I get that people wear cravats mm. but he wasn't pulling it off it was uncon- the most unconvincing cravat we've seen since everybody tried to be like Matt Preston yeah and he's no Matt Preston yeah um by the way, I've seen Matt Preston rocking a beard and a cravat, and it nearly made me turn. Oh, really? It was he's pretty good. F- he's a very attractive man he's, in a, in a you know, big... He's chunky butts like yeah. me, Pope. <laughs> oh, just by the way, quickly, uh, which one of your friends decided that I need to go after Jenny Craig? Who said that? There was a woman that posted on last no. week's live stream that... Because on, on the Facebook page, yeah. Unreal Housewives and Nick and Mulk, yeah. it comes up and it shows, I think, the how... Like, either they like it or they're friends. Yeah. No, I, got, I deleted it. It's one of my... Oh, I you was, deleted yeah, it? Yeah, I get can you remember you. who it was? Sorry, Tell me bitch. off, off air. No, no, really? Was I it can't a friend remember. of mine? Well, it said friends with Nicole McLaughlin. <gasps> and I went, that's not hanging around. It was like, looks like fun. By the way, your friend needs to go to Jenny Craig urgently. Now, I'm fat. I've never made any. Oh, my God. I'm any so sorry. No, obviously, no, obviously, I'll unfriend them immediately, unless it was one of my sisters, in which no, case they'd be doing it. I know who you your know my sisters, sisters are, and they would be a whole lot more creative about it. They th- really would. They'd be quite funny about it. They'd find yes. a way to say it that would have you kicking yourself. We would all be laughing, yes. twaddling, and then I would go away and eat myself yeah, into oblivion. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. Anyway. Um, Tim, Tim <laughs> jumping back now, Tim, Tim. we're two levels deep. Tim is not picking up what uh, Ten is putting down with her past life memory painting. I was brought on this earth to be an artist. He doesn't buy it, and he's the guy that is buying it. You know what I loved? You're right. He doesn't buy any of it. He doesn't pretend to buy any of it. She says something along the lines of, um, yeah, I was brought on this earth to be an artist. Everything else is interfering with what I do. And he says, I thought you might have moved on to another metaphor. Go, Tim. I was like... Because at first I thought, oh, God, he's going to indulge her and, yeah. you know. No, he, he did. Look, that was the thing that got me. Because Ten has just delivered, it's a huge loss for humanity not to see my work. I know. I feel that loss. I have to tell you, before this series started, <laughs> I had not seen uh, an Athena Ten painting, an original. Mm. My life hasn't changed having seen them. Mm, no, I, I don't think so. Tim can barely contain his contempt for this woman. Like, he's seriously, like, it's not even passive-aggressive. He's getting to the point of being openly aggressive in the tone the, and the communication with her. And he tries her. to, like, he tries to say, say it as gently as he can, but I he just... it's very decorative. These, to me, are just more... Uh, more decorative just decoration. Pieces. Yes. Um, and then she says, like, when I look at everything that I've written and literally transcribed. I can't believe these words are on the page. Well, now I astro travel. <gasps> so I'm seeing things from other dimensions. I am 100 years ahead, ahead of, of my time. At which point I thought Tim was going to collapse and fall over, clutching his arm mm. it, at that sheer statement itself. I'm surprised that she continued with this meeting because oh she's deluded like she is the cadetiest like of space cadets in in different words said your work is crap yeah oh no and short of it's saying kindergarten your crap. shit house get out of my gallery yeah. yeah he said your shit house but 
But here you go. As an experiment. Which I love. And, like, obviously this is contrived and it's Straight been... Straight away, right? Yeah, we need yeah. to draw the line on this. The producers have gotten involved. The producers involved. have said we're going to have to... They have pre-warned him we will fund it, yeah. we will make it be a thing. We'll, we'll pay for the canapes. Just pander to her. Yep. We will get bodies in your gallery. You will probably she, sell something. She, of course, something. doesn't know this, and does she? She's, she doesn't get that no, at all. Oh, God, no. She's unaware that this has been a thing that and has that been pre-organised. she's going to be completely... Just humiliated. Let's have an afternoon show. Let's have an exhibit. First of all, no one has an afternoon show. She's not going to think that. Yeah, not for a second. Now, right. Ten has totally uh, misread didn't you, it. Sorry, didn't you love the way Tim uh, Tim says? Just slips in the line. I can't jeopardise my reputation. Oh, you bang! By like, that's what I mean. A, it's not passively and aggressive. Straight over her head. Yep. She, she does not hear that. She's at either all. astral travelling at the time or so self-absorbed well, that she I doesn't know what's going on. I think astral travelling because. Is it in the cutaway? She says, I feel that Tim can see my star quality because he's offered me an afternoon showing. Which, by the way, again, Tan looks stunning, except for what the fuck is that peacock thing around her neck? Well, in the cutaway, I know. Look, I wanted to find something. Take that off and, girl, you're rocking it. It was not unlike what um, Nicole Kidman wore to the, I'm going to say, the Golden Globes, and then Emma Ruciano ripped it off to wear Mardi Gras. Can we just intervene, by the way, for poor old Nicole and how she claps? Well, Her applauding style. But haven't you heard? There's been an explanation for that. What? It was the jewels. Like, the jewels were so monumental and thick that she couldn't actually clap properly. I don't buy it. No. Nah, because you know what normal people do? They, if they can't clap with their two palms they together, they clap with one set mm. of fingers on their was palms. That's weird. Because you can make a decent enough sound out of that. And guess what? You're a room full of two and a half, three thousand people. You don't need to make any sound at You just need to you look just like you're clapping. Actions. But this hand fingers bent back like you're the lizard queen. You know, look, I'd, I'd like to try clapping with 20 million dollars. Is this the second week we've dollars. talked about Nicole clapping? Because I feel like it <laughs> no, is. No, no, we've not talked about it. Um... I'd like to try clapping with $10 million worth of Harry Winston diamonds. Uh, look, i got to tell you, I would like to try clapping with Tim. <laughs> with, uh, um, um, but, Tim, ever the optimist, we'll both be brave. Go, Tim. Again, thoroughly you know lost what? I cannot on wait 10. for that showing. She is just if they, unaware. If they don't give us that showing... <laughs> Yes. I will be mightily oh, no, pissed off. Oh, no, This is, like, this is now a it's promise been, yeah, of what's going to be either right. the B-plot for episode four yep. or the A-plot in episode, episode five. five. Yeah, I agree. And, who, and, and in fact, it would be better in episode five if it happens after um, the Whit Sundays trip because inevitably someone's going to arc up. I think we've seen Victoria throw the drink, whether that's Hong Kong or, or the Whit Sundays. Yeah, yeah. There'll be some spat. Yeah. That means that not every... Because this is the, the first event tonight when not all of the housewives are at the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. So we're starting to see fractures. We're starting to see the cracks. And it's so such early days. Let's it's have awesome. dinner at Lisa's place, can yeah, we? a snake, because snake. And oh my you God. know, gratuitous shot at the snake. Now, <laughs> this I, is I said the most this, right? uncomfortable. Oh, it's the worst dinner. And, and I, I know that they played on it in the editing the way that yeah, they yeah. made it look. Of course they did. But, but the way that I've seen it, it's dinner with Lisa and David and who cares? <laughs> Also, can I just say that this... Turns out it's dad, Lisa's dad and Lisa's her niece. Dad. I was wondering who on earth it was, but yeah, Lisa's dad. Um, just the seating arrangement for the four of them is is weird. Like, you would have David where... you sh- Lisa should have been sitting where the niece was sitting. Yeah, diagonally opposite. Because, yeah. Like, could you imagine that, like, how- the orcs that would have been when things started to fire up? Oh, I know. Like... 
Damn, it was very weird. Such an awkward dinner. They so were we only placed like these... that for cameras. We know that yeah, they yeah. were only placed like so they didn't get have a reverse shot that yeah. meant the camera was in shot. Um, I will also point out that at this point, it was kind of like a super, super exclusive restaurant where you know where you're going, you got to have that intimate, lovely dinner with your partner <laughs> yeah. and, and you're at the small table. Like, it's yep. not big. Yep. And and the next table is just a bit too close. Oh yeah, I like hate no that. waiter is fitting yeah, yeah, in between yeah. you. That's what it felt like. But in their home with those two, and the people next to you are having a big fight or they're breaking up. Yeah, uh, and they're doing it in public, so a scene isn't made. It was very uncomfortable. It was excruciating. Uh, uh, we haven't met Danielle or Lisa's dad, have we? Up until. This um, moment, no, and we barely got to meet them tonight because I, I think they said about eight words each. No, they didn't. They in were fact, there for. Uh, I think Dad barely said anything. All we saw him was put garlic bread in well, his Danielle mouth. Well, Danielle didn't say a thing, did she? I can't recall. Um, well, because we weren't paying any attention to them, nor should no, we have it, been. Well, it launches in with the fact that David and Lisa have been married for sixteen years, and they're each other's best friends. Uh, but they can't bear each other. But they can't stand to be near each other. Um, oh, gosh. And um, look, it is. I, I will, uh, and this is probably the only time. Sorry, I have to cut in. I no, will. Uh, this is probably the only time I'll agree with David Oldfield. Mm-hmm. The kitchen fairies do everything. <laughs> the kitchen fairies do do everything. There are such things as kitchen fairies. My children are big believers in the kitchen fairies. Yeah, yeah. I look, and um, I, I, I have come to believe in the kitchen fairies because I'm not allowed in the kitchen. <laughs> Our kitchen fairy has to work. Even harder at the moment because our dishwasher's on the fritz. Ooh. I know. Um, people, How you, is David going? Uh, he's doing well, thanks very much. Um, <laughs> um, the but the kitchen fairies at Lisa and David's place are busy. Um, it was just lots of short, sharp it jabs. Was very, look, it was a prison fight because you know, what it was is they both had shivs, yeah. but David's was a little bit sharper, sharper, and he was just managing to get like more body blows per per sentence. And, and it's not going to gut you and like leave you, but it's just going to get lots it's and lots make of you bleed. lots of yeah. little wounds, yeah. like to the point where, and in part I can understand this, in as much as we have an insight into their relationship, which uh. we totally don't. So it's laid bare for all of us to judge because that's the nature of the show. Um, David's feeling ignored, yeah. So he's being a prick. Imagine what David would be like in politics if he was feeling ignored. He was a prick. Fancy that. Um. Uh, now, I think we've already established Lisa is not my favourite. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I did, through this episode, I did actually feel sorry for her because it must have taken quite a lot of, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, for her to make the decision to let this period in their marriage mm, play out. Play out. Yep. That's a big decision. We've seen in other franchises um, in the States, we've seen uh, Housewives split up. Yep. But very rarely do we see what actually goes on. Do we see the beginning of it? That's exactly right. We see the end of it. And sometimes it and just... we see conversations about it. We see them talking about, oh, you know, not, things aren't going well at home. Yeah, but you don't see this... No, the, you don't the see a jabs. dinner. The dinner and, from hell. Well, and often they just gloss over it all together and one day the husband's just not in the cast anymore. Um, and that's not what we're mm. seeing. And I actually thought it was very brave... Brave, yeah, brave of Lisa to show this to us. Yes. Also, and this is getting a bit deep for our podcast, but what she's describing is actually very common. My, a lot of my friends um, have been married around about the same time as yes. Lisa and David, and just as as I have. Yes. 
And what she's describing is pretty common. You know, you do start, mm. you love them, but you look at them and go, oh. Why am I still here? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, uh, and particularly in this situation, let's put it if in. If my in. husband is listening, I don't ever think that, ever. Same. To my wife who's outside the door. Um, but, but let's put it in context too. Lisa's working what seemed to be anywhere between 12 to 16 yeah. to 18 hour days. Yeah. She's killing it in the business sense, doing all the stuff she needs to do to keep those things afloat. And Apparently she has make, an island in Fiji, who knew? Make all the money. Yeah, and make... Yeah. David is doing diddly. Like, nothing. Look, it... I mean, we didn't see the nanny this episode. Is David a full-blown house husband? Oh, look, I repeat that we didn't see the nanny probably because she was under the table. Yeah, allegedly. Good point. Stop. Um, um, I did point out, so it, like, it's just so uncomfortable. Who wants to see this? Who wants in on this? Yeah, I found it very. Diff- he's obviously pissed off about the snake cage. He's very pissed he's off. Raised about- that a couple of times. I, I reckon it's just it's a bill. Again, let's be frank and fair to both of them, given yeah. that all we see is what we see. Mm. Um, they are at a critical point in their relationship where they're not communicating well, they're not making intentional time for mm. each other. So consequently, they are directly or indirectly ignoring each yeah. other. It's fair for a partner to feel some spite out of that mm-hmm. to, and then to act out at a time that might be inappropriate, like at a dinner with your in-laws, um, <laughs> and, and be a complete bastard, which is what he's doing. I will point out what the hell is he doing at home? Like, it's, you know, at least it kind of rightly points out, hey, I'm off doing all this stuff. David, what the hell are you doing? No, look, I don't know. I mean... She doesn't say that. That's me. No, like, no, no, what are I you know. Doing? Well... He's he, in a better position than she is to be making an effort to actually try and make this work. Yeah, no, that's Instead, exactly right. Instead, he's retreated like a he's two-year-old boy. He's got time to do it, yeah. Yeah, bloody... Yeah. Get us some flowers. Turn up at the office. And yeah. just... I was thinking of it today. Yeah. Um, it, that last little, little um, exchange was, I thought, really... Awkward, oh, you know, brutal. when he started to, when the bird got out, that was obviously a previous house or mm. previous pet or something. David said you should have jumped on your broom to catch it. Oh, she told him to fuck off. For. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. uncalled for. Um, and then she says, "I'm going to hell for that." And he said he'd be going to hell for more than that or something along those lines. And she comes back with what I thought was a great line: "I'll mm. save you a seat." Yeah, and he goes, "I won't be there." I don't know where he thinks he's going in this life or the next. But how are the dad and the niece feeling at this oh, point? Oh, at this point it was cut to granddad and he's putting some garlic bread, bread in his mouth. Garlic yeah. Kind of looking at every way, how do I get out of here? But David has obviously created in his head a shopping list of all the sins. Oh, that yeah, but that's th- where it gets to at that point in your relationship. That's also normal. You don't remember any yeah. of the good things. No, it's just this is the shit just, that you do that really pisses sad, me off. It's a really sad time. Now, as we know, they mm. are still together. So somehow they've come through that, although... Well, we get some sizzle for that, even at the end of this episode. Yeah. As to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they do. Yeah, we do. It, look, even though this was filmed, what, six months ago? Yep. So it's still a very tight sort of time frame. So yes. my guess is they haven't you know, resolved an awful lot. They're still together. But certainly if they're together enough that they're a thing, then yeah. obviously they're in a position where they're working it through with yeah. someone no, or, or coming and together. it was hard to watch. I felt for them. We'll get to Victoria's and her attitude about things later. Lisa did, in her cutaway, make a, a fairly clear statement that we've just lost track of each other. Yeah. And guess what? In relationships, yeah. when one or both of you are super busy, guess what happens? Yeah. Exactly that. And you have to make a choice. Am I going to invest in this relationship or not? This is a bloody housewives podcast. It's become marriage yeah, counselling no, for a couple that's not here. Let's go house hunting. Can we? Chrissy and Nicole are walking. They're walking. I, I They're walking so, everywhere. I so want to go house hunting like 
that. I want to do everything with those two girls because they just, to me, sound like a party. Because at the drop of a hat, there'll be alcohol. Oh, it's I'm the surprised best. there wasn't alcohol, alcohol at that house. in the first house. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was there when they sat outside. I'm trying to remember if there I was can't alcohol. Recall. I don't know. All I know is that I want that first house. We only saw one house. No, we I only saw that, that house. one house. Now, that house ticked all the boxes, formal entertaining area, yes. outdoor area, large kitchen, four bedrooms. Because Nicole does feel like a gypsy, having come back I from know, the UK. I feel for her. Uh, and, uh, you know, being in having Sydney. Having to rent. Re- to- having to rent on the harbour, please. Um, well, you know, worse, like she's a couple of streets back. Yeah, but amazing view of the harbour, <laughs> please. Um, one thing we do know is that Chrissy knows that Nicole has some very pacific ideas of what she wants. Oh, my God. God love Chrissy. She does have pacific ideas. Um, she said pacific. She, she did say pacific. I went back. I replayed it. Botox is her. She definitely said pacific. I want to go house hunting with no budget. And she wants a formal entertaining area. That's what Nicole said. Did she, she really wants a formal entertaining, entertaining area. area. Entertaining mm. area. No, I want to get house hunting on no budget as well. Could you imagine rocking up to a real estate agency? It's not going to be anyone. You're going to ring the place of, you know, mm. com yeah. and go, hi, I'm looking for a new house for my husband and my family. Yes. Um, I'd like to see the best things you have. Please. Yeah, and that's it, really. Don't even... Yeah, no, don't, I, do not bore me with with no. talk of, of budgets. Oh, I tell you what, my little, you know, uh, general heart area had its own <laughs> set of conniptions. Because, first of all, it was like, um, it needs to have at least four bedrooms yep. because I oh, have visitors coming from the UK. She I was smiled. a bit disappointed that she didn't say, you know, we could be adding to the family. Yeah, I was very disappointed I wasn't talking more kids. Mm. Um Funny, I don't think there was a discussion of how many bedrooms there were in this first house. Well, right at the end, Chrissy said, I think it had four bedrooms, didn't didn't it? And so there was a very quick, like, mention of it, but it was just in passing as they were leaving. The number. What? The number on this house. Oh, 8.5 to 9 million. <laughs> Are you breathing? No. This, and, and that's... I don't think I've been breathing since I heard it. Middle of the road for that area. Just what the living oh, I know, hell. Right. And it wasn't... I mean, it was beautiful. But the matter-of-fact conversation yeah. that took place between Chrissy and Nicole... Dude, they are a different breed to, to, to They us. talk about eight to nine million like you and I talk about eight to nine bucks. Yeah, yeah, they do. Different world. And Chrissy, like we, we know from all the promos... She's a property princess. She's into oh, property. Oh, she's into it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be taking Chrissy with me as well. Yeah, if, 100%. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is – this is. it's not that it's chicken feed. No. But it's it's in it's insignificant how much it costs. It was the worst way to end out the, the house hunting app. Only one house and mating ladybugs upset Nicole. She freaked the fuck out. Yeah, that was disappointing. They weren't mating. Don't even think they were ladybugs. No, they were ladybugs, or at least the one on top was. <laughs> Maybe they weren't mate. Well, it's no, cor- no, I've written here that the ladybug episode probably eliminates that house. It's, it's from Cor- it's Corey Bernardi's world. We're just living Stop. in it. Uh, so, because it's Ten's birthday soon, we have to have some party prep. Yep. Now, I expected this to be next episode's party. 
Yes, I did. I was surprised that but it was coming. But instead, it was so quick. She wants to invite all also, these bitches. Also, it was lame Yeah, or she wants to invite all these bitches. Which, so that, okay. I'm really torn by this and woman. And I've said maybe don't start like that. Like, yeah, because at one hand, she's trying to be super Spiro. Yeah. The next hand, it's all the bitches and the hoes and the whatevers. It's like, take your pick. As you've always said, the bogan comes out. Way too quick. You know, um, she's such a mole. So we have um, to have the designer outfit reveal for the test ready for the party. Uh, and we meet, uh, the, I guess it's the designer and her assistant yes. at the boutique. At the boutique. Where she's going and she's loving, loving the cape sick. She's always the best dressed as far as Ten's concerned that she is. Oh, yeah, because she never feels intimidated by no, other women because she's always the best dressed. I know. How's, how's feminism going that day? Oh. Um, <laughs> this is only half the cape I want. No, if you're going to have a cape... Double the cape. Double the cape. Give me all of the cape. Why not just have a dress that's only cape? Ugh. Uh, and on a jumpsuit. And the reason she needs a cape is because she's a superhero deep down. Oh, my God. It's so many... Attached to a jumpsuit. Now... So many fake smiles, like, to the point where... I just think in in Ten's natural life, mm. when she's doing those sorts of things, where she has to deal with the common people, mm. she doesn't smile. No, but there I don't were think moments so. when she finished talking to them, and there's a beat, and then this half smile breaks out on her face, and it's like, what is going on? None of this is natural to you. It's like, oh, hang on, that's I remember when I need to st- when I finish yeah. talking, I need to smile. Now. The jumpsuit. So it's only. It's a. Did she keep saying prototype? Yes. Was it prototype? Just the prototype. Yeah, I could still see her underpants. I. Yes. Mm. I have no answers. Okay. Uh, however, Ten has all the answers. Uh, she wants to tear down those walls. <sighs> okay. It's a Greek theme. That is the least Greek outfit. This, like. There are so little things that go into this entire... No. There's no Greek theme about her cake. There's no Greek theme about the party other than some stuff that happens. The the Greekest thing was Panos. Yeah, absolutely. And even then, I'm going to say he's probably only half Greek. Yeah. Anyway, so... Let's um, go to Maddie's house, please. We're going to Maddie's house. Hello, Michael. I know. I haven't seen Michael since the first episode. The very first Mm, episode. Very early in the first episode. Um, And I love that Maddie realises that she and Michael... I'm like fire and he's like water. water. Yeah. And he's I think calming. the reason that he's like water is because he exists in three states. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Thank you very much. Nice. That's the end of the episode. No, no, we, it's, no? Not. no it's not. Oh, that's two uh, clangers I've Michael. given you. Michael cannot get, get a word in. Well, they are unpacking Ten's behaviour. And but yet, when you say they... Well, really, it's Maddie it's and Maddie. Michael's just there. Yep. He does love his Maddie. He's very clearly he does love connected her. and attracted to her. I think they're a lovely couple. Her. Oh, look, and, and big props to him. Yeah. Like, he knows what lights his fire and he and knows what his role is, oh, which is yes. sit there, listen to her, not at the right time, make her feel good about herself. I, yeah, I'm all... I, Maddie likes talking through her problems with Michael because she doesn't let him speak. He jumped in about four or five times. He tried. At at opportunities where, you know, a lull in the conversation, you would let that happen. No. No, she was barrel straight. And she loves talking to Michael because she always works it out. Yeah. He always gives her the right answers. And I love how Michael, right at the end, says, well, you'll sort it out. I have to go to work. Yep. Basically, that's the size of it. thank you for your help. And she does say that she's hoping for an apology from Ten. Um, And I think, fair cop. And she makes the point that, um, yeah, that Athena needs to... They do press this point, and we don't quite know why, but mm. that Athena must phone her. We yes. hear that a few times leading up to the Greek party. I, yeah, and I now, think... We, we, well, because I think... And, and my read on it is that maybe Maddie 
behind all the Botox actually has the ability to to emotionally uh, intelligently express herself and say Athena I need to say these things to you this is how you made me feel this is your opportunity to apologise not just you know a bunch of flowers turn up with a card saying I'm sorry for last night like to be frank unless you slept with her that's not appropriate (laughs) that's not a thing okay um Oh, it's party time. I know, and it's it's party time, and it's not even the final segment. We're second last segment for I've this. I've still got, like, oh, Pages. We um, are at 1821. We're at 1821. Least Greek restaurant ever for a Greek-themed party. Not even a little bit Greek. Okay, first of all, I'm 41 years old. Feeling 21, looking 61. Bullshit, she's 41. Yeah, well, that's my point. Like, again, I mean, the only true way to tell is to cut the woman in half and count the rings. Please. Yeah, she's 41 like I weigh 20 pounds. Oh. There's no Prezi from Chrissy. Yeah, fair enough. I love how she just wants to put her name on someone else's card. <laughs> She's got that husky like she used to smoke a pack a day. And I was drag queen kind of with, can I just yeah. put my name on your card? Yeah, Anyone? and the others are all, yeah, no. Someone. I love Chewbacca. I'm not very hairy, though. Thanks, Chrissy. <laughs> Chrissy voted most likely to be a drag queen this season. Yeah. Um, now, I reckon... And she would not take that as an insult. No. No, she'd be totally down with it. She'd be all it. over it, yep. Um, Victoria's present... Should have been a banger. It should have been a cape. It should have been something more than a freaking Buddha head. Like, I was disappointed. I thought, like, I mean, the Buddha head was good. You're not Buddha. <laughs> but Botox is fake. Also, did she leave the price tag on the bottom? Did I you hope. notice that? Look, like, I, I did try and pause it and couldn't tell. Yeah. It could have just been, like, the made, made, in, the made yeah. in China yeah. sticker with the barcode. Right, let's go with it was the price tag. Oh, please, let's do the fun. price tag. Um and Chrissy, of course, wants to smash it Greek style. That'd just, be the Greekest thing. I just want to smash it, yeah. darling. Um, can we just talk about Lisa's frock for a minute? Yeah, what's going on? It what? really looked like she's well, worn some first amazing of all, it's outfits. Daytime. Yeah, and she was dressed up for I mean, cocktail I know. party. And so, and it had to be daytime because it was the middle of winter, which means no daylight saving. No, and there was it was daytime she was, outside. Well, she was she was dressed for a ball. Yeah, she, she was, was dressed, dressed for a up. black tie event. And, it was a very odd choice. Also, without wanting to be indelicate, it just looked she looked out of place in the dress she did. herself. It she didn't felt, suit her. She looked uncomfortable. She normally is put together really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows her look. She knows how to win. The rest of the ladies looked terrific. I thought Chrissy was best on ground. Um, she loves a two-piece outfit. I've got to say, I'm so glad she brings the twins everywhere. Yeah, oh, she does. Because it's just so entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought she looked great. Um, the the Melissa looked all right. She turned Melissa up with looked, Lisa. Yeah. Let's forget David, please. Well, Panos was the only bloke there. Yeah, well, because why he's was Panos the only it. bloke there? A, he's paying for it. B, it's the middle of the day. It... It was the strangest party. There were no party favours. Oh, but so many strange things pop up because we'll get to part of the conversation later. They all sit down uh, to, I guess, have something to eat. And it's just the housewives that, that were there. Around one long table. Around a table. Where's everyone else? So, so what that said to me is... So I originally thought, well, they've got the whole restaurant. Yes. But evidently not. So the people that we're seeing in the background, are they just... Ringies. Randoms that are... <gasps> Extras. Weird. They had to hire extras. I did like, I didn't like the joke present from Lisa, but what I did like was the reveal that we're going to fly you and Panos to Fiji, to our resort. Not to our resort, our the resort, resort so we this own is, for seven days. This is news to us, isn't it? That 100% not brought up ever before. We knew nothing about that. Which surely has to be where some part of an overseas. Why can, this, why can they not go to Lisa's resort? Why can we not see that? 
We better see that. We, I, I want to go to Lisa's like, resort. Can I just say that Athena and Panos didn't seem that grateful. All expenses All paid. All expenses paid. So it's not even just we want you to come. It's we're going to get you there. Yeah. We're going to put you up in presumably one of the best rooms in the place. Yeah. We want you to have a great time. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Unless, you know, unless it's like my family's holiday house where, like, it's no, she great. distinctly we're, said we're resort. Su- should we super lucky? But, you know, is it the sort of place where none of the cro- crockery and cutlery matches because <laughs> it's stuff that, you know, you've sent up because you don't want it in your own house yeah, anymore? Yeah. Is it that sort of place? But she I think, no, she did say resort. resort. And I, I can't, honestly, given Lisa's workaholic lifestyle, mm. I can't see her just having a, air quotes, no, holiday right. house yeah. in Fiji that we call a resort. Yeah. I think she it's legit a- owns or at least part owns a resort. Could have knocked me over with a feather. Chrissy Just couldn't crazy. think of anything worse than a holiday <laughs> with Lisa and Ath- I'm with her. But then let's be fair. I could. Who'd want to have a holiday with Athena 10? Um, I thought it was a bit harsh on Lisa, but then Chrissy and Lisa, are they're combative. Yeah. We know that that's where that's at. So that was always going to be a thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I but hey, sort of got that. Where's, where's Maddie? Maddie? I love that it's taken them until now. I know. It, like As long as the rest of us to talk yeah, about yeah. it, where's Maddie? Where the fuck is Maddie? Why is she not here? And this is where it all starts to get... Oh, it unravels. Yeah. Because apparently, Ten tried to contact her and was snubbed. Snubbed. I called and I called and I messaged and I voiced her. Did so yeah. much. Now, I what do you so think hard. for this, the magical relationship that Melissa and Maddie have? Of course she's going to duck off and find out what's the deal, where are you, darling? I think it was are you weird coming? that Chrissy went with her. I, yeah, that I, was just a, I think that's just Chrissy injecting herself into the situation, honestly. Um, but it was Chrissy who said, I'm, I'm going to go and call her. But it was actually Melissa who yeah, made yeah. the call. Um, where are you? <gasps> She's not coming. She's not coming. I'm at home, darling. Botox <laughs> uh, is fake. Um, because Athena, well, she hasn't called she me. She didn't call she me. She didn't call. Now, this is a Mold. big claim. This straight up is a big claim because we've just heard 10 go. Literally. I've tried to call her so many yep. times. Texted her. And, and good on Melissa again, calling her out. And oh, saying, at that point, but for Melissa yeah. to even interrogate her, go, what do you mean she hasn't called? Has she called you? Yeah. And then Maddie has to explain, no, she hasn't spoken to me. Right. She so, texted, and when even the text was basically just an invitation to the party. It didn't address uh, what had happened. There was no apology. Mm. It was basic. So what we're hearing from Maddie is yes. that, the only contact she's had was a text saying, are you coming to the party? Which, there was a teeny bit more to it, but nothing like what should have happened. What I thought was a little bit interesting in editing land was that the editors uh, were cutting away to 10 during this, mm. making it look like she's having a great the time. time. Of her life. Not just sort of standing there smiling, looking vacant, blah, blah, blah. But while uh, Melissa and Chrissy are on the phone, you can hear Athena in the background Yelling, yeah, like having um, a great old time. Cut back to Tanner. She's like, huh? Uh. Yeah, no, shit is about to go down. Yeah, there's some weird stuff happening there. Maddie is really hurt, and Ten doesn't care. And we get that really clearly in this phone call. Yes, we Maddie do. actually expresses that she's upset by it. Yep. And I thought it was interesting that straight up they are making Ten the bad guy in this. Like, not even uh, like it, it, she's built her own castle in this regard. But that they are emphasising by these cutaways to to, to, to ten just standing yeah. there looking vacant like she doesn't care. Yeah. 
she's going to be the bad person. Yeah. Now, she is the bad person. She is the bad person. But let's emphasise, because yeah. we have to spell this out for some, not our listeners, no, but our some Unreal Housewives watchers. Yeah. Um, so cut to the weird table arrangement. Oh, before we do that, oh. I did have to point out again, so glad that Kay bought the twins. Like, because <laughs> as we get that shot where Melissa stands up, it's like Chrissy and the girls. Yeah. It's a blessing. But they then we're sitting fantastic. down at this weird table This weird thing. table. Final segment. This is the big one. This is now we're going to get everything. Didn't you love um, Victoria? So what are these again? They're olive branches. Yeah. Like, that was unnecessary. Like Aww. that whole thing. Like, But I think Victoria's there just to be a pain in the oh, ass. Yeah. 100%. Because she really faded into the background. Didn't she? That- straight after this whole, we've, you know, we're going to find my dad. Let's not talk about Victoria again. We didn't really see much more of Victoria in this episode. No. So we had to have something to remind us that Victoria's a bitch and she's there. Mm. Um, but straight up, let's bring up Maddie. Like, let's get right down to business and what's actually going on because Mel reports and she's, 10 retorts. She's very... So Mel says to uh, Athena, she's still very upset. Mm. She also said that she didn't get a call from you. Yes. <laughs> Athena X is... Uh, was it in the cutaway? What does Melissa know? Um, yeah. She just spoke to her. There was lots of bitchiness from Athena 10 she in the cutaways. She just spoke to her. So she knows that side of the story. She also knows your side of the story. In fact, uncharacteristically, I thought, because most of the cutaways, mm. all of the housewives tend to be fairly explanatory. This is what's happening. Yep. And this is how I felt. And instead, this was straight up like, what is Defensive, she, yeah. Basically, what does the bitch know? Yeah. Um, all of it. Then, and she said that stupid line, all of a sudden, she's become the big attorney at the table. Makes, she's irritating. She just makes no sense. And of course, Ten is arcing up because she's been caught out. Completely caught out. And it, and she is backtracking. Mind your own business. Um, I did call. I did call. And then she reads the text, which did not help her case. Oh, no. Just shut up all. and apologise. Just, yeah, that doesn't... They all go her after that. And, and I, I like Nicole going... I'm sorry. Is there an I'm sorry? Yes. Yeah, so is there an I'm sorry? And, and how's this for a more defensive attempt at, at deflection? Let's get over it and live in the moment. In nary, other words, no. Nary a word has been spoken by someone who couldn't care less about yep. apologising. Yeah. Um, poor Lisa, in the meantime. Well, this is where Victoria pops up again. It's like, what? Why is Lisa oh, confiding yeah, in her? Was I think maybe because... Victoria hasn't really been involved in what's been going on, you know, vis-a-vis Maddie and Athena. I did question, is this the new power couple? Are we seeing the building of a new... And it would be a power couple, those two together. Except they... Don't they hate each other? I would have thought so. You would have thought so. But why is Lisa... And not just Lisa's talking to Victoria. She's unloading about the whole David thing. Well, I mean, she say, you've got a little boy, I've got little boys. Now... Her Odd, little boy's because, 14. Yeah, he's a teenager. So that was weird. This whole conversation, I'm, I I don't have the same negative feelings towards Victoria as, as you do. Mm-hmm. But it's I softening, did, I will say, but she's just no, there to be a bitch. I did say, I did think she was out of line. Oh, yeah. Look, you know, where's the sisterhood? Yeah. There's nothing in there. She's just cold and calculating. And, and in fact, even right through to the end result where she's like, here's the number here's for the number my, my lawyer. Here's the number my divorce lawyer. I thought, Holy no. shit. How is that? That's not support. That's quite a leap. That's not support. This is the first, we presume, the first you've heard about David and Lisa on the rocks. Yeah. Um, look, Lisa's feeling the pinch. And, but mind you, when she goes, I love my sons, I love them, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I don't love David. 
Like that's that that's a pretty dark place to be. Or was it? I just hate the mongrel I'm living with. After okay, sixteen years of yeah. relationship plus bits before, yeah, you've got empires together. You've got kids. You've got a nanny. Like all of these. So who gets the nanny in the divorce? Um, we we know the answer. to I that. I thought it was interesting. Um, Victoria's going, no, darling, it's a nightmare. It's a, no, it's not a nightmare. This is very real for this her. This is very, and again, this is where we saw like genuine emotion. Like I found this really hard to watch because I yeah. felt like I was watching a different show. Yeah, this was uh, very unhousewife. Yeah, it was. So for Victoria to treat it the way she did, and again, yeah, editing yada yada. How's this line? My boys don't respect women, yeah. says the wife of David Oldfield. Yeah. Like, I think we just answered that for her because it's very clear that he doesn't. Yeah, again, we're not privy to their private relationship and all of the rest of it, mm. but every part of David Oldfield's public existence has been that very clearly yeah. he does not respect He's women. So, very clearly, him spending any time with Bertie and Jagannaths, um, <laughs> it's it's gonna be that it's just like he would be not poisoning the kids again, but just saying what he thinks. Yeah, which guess what is not respecting women because the way he's talking about their mum to them when they're little kids, not cool. Not good. And and look, what I didn't like about Victoria's approach oh, was get out. just get out, just get the hell out. It's not now, an abusive relationship no, that, that we know what, of. That we know of. Um, and I'm gonna say it's not. Um, yep. it. You know, you need to get out of that toxic relationship. So there's two things there. It is clearly a toxic relationship at the moment. Yeah. That, look, let's be frank, okay? But to tell her just to leave, I thought, how's... That's... That's that's a money solution. The only... Oh, no. Look, I can't even say that. I was going to say the only time you should say that is if it's an abusive relationship. There's... That's but drawing see, a long boat. In a first conversation, like mm. we have to assume this is the first time that Lisa has spoken to Victoria about this. Yeah. If your gut reaction at that instant, given everything that we heard, yeah. I'm upset, I'm not dealing with my husband, blah, blah, yeah. blah, the kids, I think, I just, you know, she's, she's at a dark point where I hate the guy. Mm. And your response to your friend is get out. Get out. Here's my lawyer's number. Holy shit. There's like a million things to say that aren't that. Oh, 100, 100 million things. Like, marriages get over that. Like, I, I've been married to my gorgeous wife for, what are we, two, uh, 16 years. Good job. Um, you, I'm sure, tip over that a little bit, but Only not much. a little much, bit, Because you're a child bride. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, to that end, we all, even in, if you're married for 10 years, you mm. go through moments where it's like, hey, we're so in love do. and it's all incredible. Yeah. And then there's times where like, I'm cohabiting with a human that I'm not even sure I understand. Yeah. So it's how you work through that relationship together. Which is what marriage is. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a whole other podcast. Oh, we're going to have to change the, 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 the how we list it in oh. iTunes. Um, can we... Oh, how's Lisa's response to get out? I know you're right. <laughs> That's... Which said to me... I give she her a just, free pass. She yeah, I'm going to give her a pass crying. on that. She just needed to she get out of there. She doesn't know she's talking. She needs she's to get out of that conversation. She's regretting... That's a relationship she needs to get yeah, out yeah. of, is the one with yeah, Victoria. Yeah, exactly. She's regretting her choice of confidant. And then cut to Victoria in her cutaway, looking primped and preened, and she'll get through it. I don't really care. I just gave her some words. I said some things. Let's go drink some bubbles. Wow. That woman is an ice queen. Uh... And but then Greek dancing. This was the best way to end it. After the intensity of all of that that went on between Maddie and Ten and now this, yeah. we get to have some dancing. Now, fine, at a party, particularly when it's <coughs> Greek-themed. Don't. Um, 
there's no more tears. Lisa's straight into it. And somebody does actually comment about it that, you know, one minute ago she was bawling her eyes out and now she's celebrating. Look, I don't want to break it to anyone, but when you're having relationship woes, sometimes that's how it works. Yeah. It's like, I need to just press all of that down and just have this fun moment because I'm going back to the darkness again soon enough. Yeah. Um, so let's have a good old time. We get um, more lectures from Tan over it because she's upset about how she thinks everything should go. And she then she goes on to explain that Greek when you're doing Greek dancing you lose your inhibitions. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Clearly, Chrissy did. Well, this is the thing, and it was who was it brought up by Melissa that um, so uh, Ten is loving it. She's got up on a box and she's dancing. Yeah, we in the didn't middle see the, the box. The, we just saw the arms and the she's cape. doing the thing. Yeah, and then Chrissy's got up on a table. Girlfriend knows how to party. She does. We need to get her and some alcohol together. Somewhere she was on the table with the girls. Yeah, oh, the girls are having a good old time. Yeah, um, but it was noted by Melissa that it was all fun and games for uh, Athena Ten. Now, the only reason that that last bit was kept in of them that the high, you know, Chrissy's on the table and that it's noted that it's higher than Athena is it's gonna come up. Yeah, the only reason they tell us this is so that they've got then to cut into previously on the Real Housewives of Sydney. Yeah, Chrissy, Chrissy standing on a table. Chrissy stood on a table and it was my party and how dare she? Uh, and, and, uh, so we end with um, Ten blowing out the candles on a cake on a. Not great cake. Not great, but also, were they trick candles? <laughs> well, she just... They kept relighting. So, no, Panos didn't... He was holding it, but he didn't turn it around so that she could blow the candles out all the way but around. She so, she kept, kept it blowing around. the same but candles out. But the ones out. that she blew out yeah. relit. How funny. Can I have a quick hygiene check? Where are we at? How do we feel about having candles around a cake, let alone on top of a cake, but oh, because around you're blowing a cake onto, that we're blowing and spitting I onto. I did not think about that. I wasn't going to be having any of that cake anyway. I'm, I'm uncomfortable with people, generally speaking, blowing out candles on a cake because Is that right? when was the last time that you see people blow and not just little bits of expectorant, just going <laughs> across like across the bow, if you will, landing on top of said cake. See, now that you've said that, I'm never going to be able to eat birthday cake with candles again, I, I, ever. I, I will still eat the cake. I'm just uncomfortable <laughs> with the level of spit that may or may not. Yeah. But when, Especially, the, well, the, when only- the candles are on the side and there's a tier of cake behind them, mm. you're just blatantly spitting on the cake. You know what I found? Like, friggin' naked cakes. Yeah. I want icing. Put some decent bloody yeah buttercream on that. Icing. If anyone comes up to me with a because at piece least then you've got naked, something to scrape off. That's exactly when they right. Spat on when it. they yeah yeah uh, the naked cake. We need to get over that. Yeah, that's a trend. That's not a thing. Yeah, we don't like that. Now we do get some great sizzle. Victoria's planned a trip. And it was really out of place the way that they just plugged this in. So that she toasted, toasting Athena ten with a trip. We went to Victoria's planned girls' trip to the Wit Sundays in the most tacked-on thing ever. <laughs> really was. It just was out of nowhere. By the way, we need to mention that we're going on a trip. On a girls' trip. Because guess what the next episode's about? What? Yeah, like, no, it was weird. They could have gone on the trip by the time Athena's party happens, for all we know. <sighs> like, that that's some of the dodginess of the editing of yeah. this season. Next time, it's the Wit Sundays, it's wankers, and why is Lisa crying? Again. Oh. There's lots of that. Now, Nick, that was... It was a bit of a travel episode, as I said, but best on ground, I think you've already shared that you're pretty darn happy with how things went for your for your best on ground player this episode. Yeah, Nicole. Um, I thought Nicole called out um, people where they needed 
calling out. She has good taste in houses. She has good taste in houses. Doesn't balk when the, the, the agent says eight and a half to nine no. million. And for that I reason alone. would have passed out on that very expensive couch. <laughs> I, that would have been uh, enough for, for me. For that reason alone, she is my best on ground. Um, And I'm going to say she did bake the coconut bread. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll give. Yeah, she I, 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 and I like to bake, so therefore. But the way things happen in housewives is, unless you see it, it didn't happen. No, that's a good point. She at least did the did the she icing sugar. Just it with icing yep. sugar. And in the most inappropriate place of all, you dust it over on the bloody yeah, seat. Yeah, you really do. That was weird. You don't weird. dust it out on the table near where the where jug you're of water. Serve and, it. Yeah, yeah what? And, the, and no champagne. <laughs> balls. Um, I think my best on ground really, and this is out of a little bit of left field, is uh, Botox is fake, Maddie. Well, she was mine last week. Maddie gets Um, a run in on this one because I think she held her ground, she proved her emotional intelligence. She wasn't going to take the stuff that she felt she was put in a bad position from Athena with. Mm. So You know, the fact that she didn't turn up, I think, was a big statement because... Because the expectation from the producers would be, are you coming to the thing? We need to get some footage of you. But it was so effective for her not to be there because they got to have the dramatic phone call. Well, it meant that all we saw of Maddie was unpacking it with Melissa, talking to Michael, and the phone call from the party where we didn't actually see her. Yeah. So this, again, throws to our whole planned episodes around phone calls and stuff. Mm. We didn't even get the... All we got was No, the, we didn't get the vision of her... All we got was uh, audio out of the yeah. speakerphone. So they've gone, oh, crap, they're going to call her. Can we get a... a, a no. Nah. A crew over? No, no we it's can't. Not so happen. we'll just have to go with... We'll just film yeah. it like this. Yeah. No, it was... Um, yes, Which means tra- they weren't prepared for it. No, that's right. Um, traveller episode, yes, but... It explored more than we no- more emotion than we normally see. Oh, as we discussed tonight, mm. I think we we've delved into some interesting places. Yes, and uh, look, we've come out the other side the better for it. <laughs> At least I hope our partners understand that we've come out the better side for it. Because, gosh, and goodness gracious, we obviously care about them enough. If only they realised it. I know. <laughs> just, <laughs> just lock the snake cage once in a while. I'll, I'll remember to do that. Uh, Nicole McLaughlin, mm. how can people find you on the internet? They can go and find me on the Snapchat, the Instagram and the Twitters at Nick McLaughlin and on Facebook at Nicole McLaughlin and it, on our page. Yes, which is the Unreal Housewives, the Unreal podcast, Housewives podcast with Nick and Mulk. You may be listening to it on the page. You may have downloaded it from iTunes or even listening on uh, our uh, homepage on Wooshka where we oh, yes. host the podcast. So you may one. be listening to it there. Mm. Big shout out to the Wooshka team. Hey, where's the money? Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me if you should choose to and not to leave comments about how morbidly obese I am. I know I'm fat. Yeah, which Chill. Whoever of my friends said that I don't think she's a listener. I think she's just a looker and a commenter and I don't think she'll ever comment again because I deleted her comment and I don't know if you get told about that or I don't no, know no, if, you don't get to- oh. if she would want to come back uh, and make a statement. But I'm hmm. going to be there in all of my mock glory on hmm. the live stream that you've probably seen by now. If you haven't, it's also on the Facebook You're, page. You, it should be at the top of your Facebook because page. Because I remembered to post last week's <laughs> on the page and not on As my personal to his page. Own page. Oops. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Snapchat, on Instagram at Steve Mulk. You can find me on Facebook as Steve Mulkington, should you choose to. Of course, it's all about the Unreal Housewives podcast with Nick and Mulk Facebook page. That's where we've got things going, including an amazing little Instagram screen grab that I got from oh, Lisa yes, Oldfield. I know from Lisa Oldfield. Thing where 
given the content in tonight's episode, she's left out intentionally a member of the Housewives cast. And refers to her, I've blocked the old mole. What is happening? Who could she be talking about? Look, work it out for yourself, young people. Uh, It's been great. We love talking about the housewives. Yeah, we hope that you do tune in for the live stream or watch it afterwards and feel free to comment because you can. While you comment when you're watching the live stream after the fact, it actually comments it at the time, so it the timestamps it, so we can go back and see what your comment refers to, or other people can uh, when you're talking about something. Super helpful, Uh, and of course we appreciate the hearts and the likes and all of those things in the context of the video. And if you are there. Talk to us. Say hi. Leave your little comments. We love to say hi. We love to read them out. Talk about them as a part of the show. Um, we, we, look, we've got ideas that technologically I'm not sure we can even achieve, but we have big <laughs> plans for what we're going to do with both the podcast and the live stream. Indeed. Nick McClacklin. Oh, I feel like I should go and break up with my wife. Oh, no, don't do that. She's nice. That's fair. I, mm. I, I love you, honey. 